What's up, y'all? Manny Carrera, your real estate resource, and this is episode number 18 of Whiskey Wednesday Podcast Sessions, where we sit with entrepreneurs, influencers, movers, and shakers over a glass of some fine whiskey. Today, my friends, we're going to take a break from Balcones, and we're going to kick it over to Basil Hayden's. Uh, this is actually a new bottle that just came out, Dark Rye, and it's freaking pretty good i'm gonna be asking my guest what she thinks about it right now but today i'm gonna be joined by my special guest christina she's the owner of barbella apparel women's fitness clothing line here in el paso christina how are you doing good how are cheers, you doing? cheers cheers um so tell me a little bit about what you think about this whiskey basil hayden's is actually one of my favorites you know what this is really good you think so <laughs> yeah yeah are you a whiskey drinker not usually, but I like rum and whiskey and rum are kind of similar. Yeah, they're both kinda. dark liquors, and so I like it. You said you like coconut, though, right? I like coconut anything. Yeah, so that's like a, a Puerto Rican. Have you tried like um, what is it, Parabay or what is it? Yeah, Parabay, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's yeah. Good. So those those things are in my head. There's too much sugar. Really? <laughs> yeah. So I have people I, say that. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Like cool. So. Thanks for coming on. I'm really excited to have you. I know you've been making some noise over the last couple of months with your <laughs> brand and on social media. So uh, I knew we had to get you in and, you know, hear a little bit about your story and, and what you're doing. So let's start off by you telling us a little bit about yourself and telling our audience here, you know, who, who you are. Okay, sure. So my name is Christina Valerie Quinones. Um, I grew up in Northeast El Paso. Nice. Um, Northeast, represent. My, represent. Um, <laughs> Where did you go to high school? I went to Andres. Andres, okay, cool. So, kind of a rough upbringing, but yeah. um, I got through it, and it kind of taught me to work very hard at everything that I wanted. Yeah. Um, I'm a full-time nurse. Awesome. And I work in critical care. And I'm going to start school this month, actually, to be a nurse practitioner. Nice. And then I own Barbella Apparel. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So you're staying busy, huh? Staying busy. Um, still young, and I kind of want to get everything set that makes sense. And yeah, things I want to do. Of and course. Kind of do you have a family yet? No, not yet. No? Okay. So you have the time right now. I have the really time. Grand. Exactly. So, so we were talking a little bit pre-podcast, and, and you have three jobs right now, right? Yes. So I work um, in ICU, CCU, so we work with really critical patients okay. full-time. So, so you see some crazy stuff. Some crazy stuff, yeah. yeah. And I do that three times a week. And then I work at another hospital. It's a long-term acute care. I work there once or twice a month, or basically nice. as need. So if they call me and they're like, hey, we Kinda need like help. Kind of like an on-call type deal? On-call type thing. Okay. So I do that, and then I run Barbella Apparel. Yeah. So those are my three jobs. <laughs> that, that's yeah. insane. So yeah. talk to me a little bit about, you know, growing up, you said you grew up in Andres, uh, Northeast, right? For those of you that aren't from El Paso, Northeast, what, what, what kind of rep do you think Northeast has? You know, like... I love the Northeast. I always will. I mean, I'm from there. But um, it does have the rep for having, like, gang problems, drug problems. Yeah. And I didn't grow up fancy. Uh, I grew up in, a, starting my life in a two-bedroom home that my grandfather built on Dyer. So, kind of a rough area. If you're from El Paso, you know where yeah, Dyer's from. Yeah, so two-bedroom. Do you have any siblings? Yeah. Um, actually, it was kind of crazy. So... Um, it was a two-bedroom house. It was me, my older brother, my aunt, my grandma, my great-grandma, my great-grandpa, and my mom. Nice. And my mom was a hustler, so she worked her butt off to buy a house. So she bought a home, um, and she moved everybody into, like, a bigger, nicer home in the Northeast. So she did that. <laughs> and I think I get, like, a lot of my work ethic from her. Um, but, yeah, like, growing up, I had 
things were a little bit rough. Um, when I was three, my older brother was murdered in a drive-by shooting. Wow. And so out here in the Northeast? In the Northeast, yeah. Sure. And so a lot of people don't know that about me, um, that, you know, I grew up kind of rough. I don't know if people assume that I was spoiled or something, but right. it, that wasn't the case at all. So, um, yeah, that kind of set, I guess, my life because my older brother was a normal kid. I, he just got into it with like, the wrong crowd, um, kind of opened his mouth and told someone off who he shouldn't have told off. And so my mom was really strict like with me growing up. She didn't allow me to like go out to parties. She didn't let me do a lot of stuff. But with that, she put me in a lot of extracurricular activities. Um, and then when I was 14, I really wanted to work out and like get fit. Yeah. Um, I had a, one of my cousins was a trainer and my mom was always really into fitness. And so she was like, all right, I'll get you a gym membership. So I got a gym at membership 14. When, I was, when I was 14. I think I was still getting dropped off at the daycare at 14. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. At the gym, you know. <laughs> my dad didn't let me work out until I was 16. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. He said I was going to end up short. <laughs> still ended up short. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> no, um, my mom didn't let me party, but in compensation, she like was like, all right, you want to work out? Like, you you go to the gym that's fine as long as it keeps you out of the streets keeps you out of like the house parties I'm happy with that and so yeah I started working out when I was 14 I didn't think I knew what I was doing yeah. like I probably need someone to help me I would just get on the cardio machines and then do like the strict machines you're kind of just watching just and like, like just out. screwing around yeah and so yeah I started going to the gym when I was 14 so I've always been into fitness um, that's always been a huge thing in my life is fitness and health um, Eventually, I became a nurse again, fitness and health. Yeah, like into telling people. Was your like, mom a nurse also? Or? No, she works in social work, so she does kind of, I guess, work in healthcare, but not really. Okay. Um, but I'm the only, yeah, I'm the only nurse in the family, medical professional. Wow, <laughs> but, that's good. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks. <laughs> so, so going forward, I mean, you you had that happen with your brother. How old was he, by the way? He was only seventeen years old. Seventeen. Yeah, so he was a kiddo. Yeah. So it was really hard on my family. Um, it kind of, like I said, changed the dynamics. My mom, she always was a good mom. Like, she was a single mom, you know, to, very common in El Paso. Um, but she kind of changed her focus. I think she was really focusing on, like, working and doing all that. And she... Well, she had a lot of people to uh, Yeah, support, right? to try and support. She, you said she bought the house as well. Yeah, she bought the house. And so um, I think she changed her like what she wanted to do and she really focused on raising me and my little brother who was born a year later um and she did a great job she's a great person very yeah. kind hard worker and she really instilled that work ethic um into us my little brother too he's a workaholic too so that's about us yeah that's cool it's always good to have that kind of upbringing especially i mean um when circumstances aren't so good you know you, you went through some stuff and yeah from what it sounds like it was a little tough growing up um, I'm sure privacy even was something really hard to come by yeah, in your house. It really two was. Bedroom, you, know? you know, my aunt um, was the same age as my older brother, but when she got old enough, she moved out, and so dynamics changed. But still, like, still the Northeast. There's still, like, a lot of outside factors going on. Yeah, definitely. Drugs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, gang problems, stuff like that. Um, but, you know, you just kind of have to, like, look the other way or... Just decide where you want your life to lead, you know? Mm -hmm. Knowing what I knew and what happened to my younger brother, I knew what I didn't want out of my life. I know I didn't want to go down that path, like, no way, you know? Right. And I wanted better for myself and for my family, you know? I figured my mom had worked this hard to get us this far. Like, you know, me and my brother can work harder and, like, bring our family up 
more if that makes sense you know what I mean yeah definitely yeah. I think I think that's that's something to definitely get motivated by you know all those things that happen it really does push you and make you kind of put things into perspective where do you want your life to go because it's really easy I think you know especially in the Hispanic tradition for for you to just get caught up and just fall into the same cycle exactly you know yeah and I know for sure like I grew up in lower valley which is like kind of like the sisterhood of the northeast yeah. and um <laughs> it was it was tough too i mean granted i think we had a really good life growing up my parents um i was like the only kid that had his dad and his mom you know mm-hmm. and everybody that i knew their parents were divorced and right but both of my parents really worked hard to put food on the table and not only that but give my sister and me the things that we wanted you know but it still made me want more I wanted to get out of the lower valley just like uh, that kind of that kind of just starts boiling in, in you and you, you know, yeah you want to do you know. better and progress yeah yeah definitely so so then what happened what, what happened after that where wow so I mean I went to college um I first went to school for multimedia journalism and okay. I got a degree in that I worked for a bit I worked with um popsugar.com it's just before it was big. <laughs> pop show your pop show it's a It's a, like, online entertainment. They have entertainment that fitness. They have a bunch of different, oh, okay. can, like, pop type stuff. <laughs> uh, like dance dance workouts and stuff? Yeah, a lot okay, of stuff cool. like that. And so I worked with them for a bit, and also... Sosa's really into those. <laughs> really into <laughs> that, I'm sure. <laughs> um, and then I interned at KVA for a bit. Um, but I felt a little lost, and I knew I needed to, like do something different I don't know I always imagine myself as an entrepreneur but I figure I would use my multimedia skills with like photography video editing all that in an entrepreneurial way right but like I didn't know how and so unfortunate circumstances my grandmother got sick um, and she went to the hospital and she got hospitalized and so I got to see like what people did for people what nurses did for people and physicians and I thought well maybe I could work in healthcare maybe yeah. that's like what I could do so it's I looked, kind of your turning point yeah I was like a turning point in my life and so I looked into it um and I found a program a one-year program for people who already had a bachelor's degree to get a bachelor's in science nursing and so I applied and honestly that was probably the hardest year of my life that was a very <laughs> intense program <laughs> I bet. yeah and so I did it I graduated um and before I graduated I got a job um working in a cardiac ICU with open heart patients which is while I was in school like I always loved the heart and the reason why I've always loved fitness. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like, so I loved that, I don't know, we did our little um, rotations at every unit. And so in that unit, they really focused on teaching patients not only like what caused them to need open heart surgery, but what they can do to keep their arteries open. So like That's exercise, eat healthy, stuff like that. Yeah, the education behind Yeah, pre- and so preventing, I guess, right? Yeah, and so that's where basically I stuck it out for most of my career was in um, CCU. That's where I work right now, the CCU. Okay. And how, how, how do you like that so far? I love it. Yeah. Um, I do love my job. I love that I can work three days a week. Um, I work night shifts, so I work 12-hour shifts, but I always have four days off a week, which is great because I like to travel and like I own Barbella so Apparel. three, on three. Off of four. That's cool. And sometimes That's I'll work two. Yeah. yeah. I'm a six out of seven. Oh, wow. <laughs> And that's that's because I just gave myself a day off. Tomorrow's my day off. Whoever wants to hang out, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, no, that's insane. So who who would you say has inspired you on, to have that entrepreneurial background? You said your cousin was a 
um, your cousin as a personal, was a trainer. personal trainer. Yeah. So your mom. my mom, um, I, my stepdad actually, um, my mom got married eventually and I have a stepfather. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually owns a business kind of like remodeling homes. And I've always thought like, there's like so much you could do if you own your own business. And so I knew that I wanted to do something entrepreneurial where I could like edit videos and do stuff. And so I thought of maybe starting like a training program. So I'm like, oh, I'll start like an online training program. So it's going to be called Bella Fit. (laughs) And so. And where does, where does Bella come from? It just. Where does that name come from? Honestly, it just sounded catchy to me. And I kind of wanted to do something with like, this is going to sound dumb. But my favorite, like, Disney movie grump is Beauty and the Beast. Okay. And so I wanted to do something with, like, Beauty and the Beast, but mm-hmm. I'm Hispanic, so not Beauty, Bella, you know? Bella, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so I wanted to do something along those lines. I get if it. that makes sense. Well, yeah, so bar is obviously... Like, the bar from the gym, and then Bella. Oh, I thought... Oh. Just kidding. No, just no, kidding. No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, on the weekends. <laughs> on the other weekends. Okay, so that makes sense. Bar is obviously fitness. Yeah, and then fitness. Bella. Um, and then Bella. Beauty. Like, beauty, yeah. Okay. And so, um, yeah, um, I thought about doing online coaching service, and so I started looking into that, and then I made a clothing line to go along with it, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize how much dedication you would need to put into an online coaching service. Like, people who personal train people especially online they work a lot oh yeah yeah it's even online, online. Even, even through online. text I, I know there's yes. a lot of online trainer i mean texters yeah um but yeah i think it, it's so demanding because i have actually done like uh, network marketing in fitness yeah and i know how how demanding it could be just to work with one person you know and, it's and lot, help them see yeah. results and help them see goals so and so there was a couple people that I coached completely free, just like um, coworkers and friends. And that alone, like I felt like, wow, I don't think I could do this like as a business. It would be crazy. <laughs> and so I just kind of decided. So you were testing. You were you were yeah, kind of testing. Yeah, I was with kind your of testing with my friends, and they got great results. Like I'm, you know, I totally coached them totally free. But then I thought, okay, maybe I can just go with the apparel because I wanted to. I really wanted to inspire people to stay healthy, and right. I feel like. Not that men are more inclined to go to the gym, but for a woman to go and get into the gym and feel comfortable and really, like, go at it without worrying about, like, outside factors. Creepers? Like, creepers. It takes <laughs> creepers. a lot. There's a lot of reasons, like, whether, like, women, like, for example, their moms, you know, they can't leave the kids. Right. Or, like, they just don't feel comfortable in the gym. Um, there's a lot of reasons that, you know, women will come up with that are valid points to not go to the gym. But I wanted to inspire more women to get into the gym and get fit and stay healthy. And so I thought a fitness apparel line would be great, you know? Yeah. If people, If women feel good in what they're wearing, they'll go to the gym and actually work out. Was this was this some sort of problem that you were feeling yourself going to the gym? You know, I don't feel it anymore, but I did feel uncomfortable when I was a teenager going to the gym. Really? It was really intimidating and awkward to see, like, especially when I was, like, 17, 16. Well, you were there like, since you were 14. Yeah, and I would actually go by myself sometimes, too, and I would see, like, of course, these big, buff dudes, you know, yeah. like, just jacked, and I'm, like, this skinny little teenager, like... Yeah. <laughs> So a little intimidated. I got over it pretty quickly, but I do have girlfriends that don't like to actually go to the gym by themselves. Mm. They actually like Christina. Do you want to go to the gym? Are you off? Like they won't go by themselves. I have girlfriends that are either they have to have like their boyfriend with them or they a want gym partner. like a gym partner. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's crazy. I've never liked working out with people. <laughs> Me neither. Like, I feel like it's distracting. Like, I'll go with my trick friends if they want to go, and I know they're not going to go unless, like, I go. Mm-hmm. But I prefer to work out by myself. I kind of yeah. put my earphones on and, like, zone out. And then That's it's good. just, like, my time, and I just, like, beast it out. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, huh? So you you tried the, the training, the, the coach, and being a coach and helping your friends, and you saw the result, but... It wasn't really in you. It wasn't that yeah. passion wasn't really it was, there. The passion wasn't mm-hmm. there. Um, and I really liked designing clothing. Um, when I was coming up with the apparel line to go with the online coaching, we it's a process. You have to find um, people who make the clothing. And I found people overseas. And then you communicate with them. Like I would have Skype conversations and we they would send me samples. Oh, and so I really cool. got into that. Like that was so much fun. Um, and I was like, man, this is awesome. And some of the samples I got were like really bad, but the ones I got that were legit, I was like, wow, like this could like people would like love this, love to wear this. And the items that I was getting were different than what I could find like in the store. Right. You know, right. as far as how they fit and stuff. That's cool. So you 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 kind of took your focus and went one hundred percent towards the apparel line. Into yeah. the apparel line. So what was your first month like, kind of starting off, once you saw a bunch of mock-ups and, and saw a lot of product coming in and kind of decided, okay, this is the one I'm going to go with, what was that next step like for you? Um, it was wild. That's all I got to say. It was yeah. wild. So um, during the time that I decided to do all this, and I don't know, I'm very much like that type of person, like I'm an all or nothing. <clears throat> like if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. And like nothing could change my mind, you know? (laughs) And so at the time I had an issue at my apartment with mold. And so I had to move out and I moved into my mom's house. And so I told my mom, so how are these leggings coming from China? Can I use your office? And she's like, yeah, of course, Miha, like whatever, you know? And so like, it was a ton of leggings. Like it turned into like a little warehouse in my mom's office. (laughs) (laughs) You had a little sweatshop going. (laughs) Exactly. And so I didn't know exactly how to do it. I was like, like, I'm new to the business world. I don't have a background in business. I have no idea about taxes, nothing. I had to learn absolutely everything from scratch um, without a degree. The only, I have my multimedia background. You got a degree in something completely Yeah, like nursing yeah. and multimedia. So I can take pictures of the stuff, like right. really get that. But when it came to business, I had no idea. So yeah, I ordered a bunch of leggings and we were actually storing them in my mom's office. Like leggings, t-shirts, crop tops, like all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I was actually mailing everything out to my customers. Really? Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? Like it was going good. I launched in October 2017. Um, and then I decided, you know, maybe I could send this to like a YouTuber, like a fitness YouTuber, somebody who has a good relationship with their followers and can give some honest feedback on this product. And so I sent it to a girl named Hope. She's out actually in Montana. And she's super Montana. sweet. I love Montana. Yeah. I know some people that I, some people that I met in Florida are from Montana. They're so nice and cool. Yeah, yeah. she's super nice, super down to earth. Um, really cool girl. And she actually loved the leggings. She loved really? the leggings. She loved everything that I sent her. Now, YouTubers or somebody with an influence like her, um, does she usually get products like that that she has to kind of test or give her honest opinion on? Or is this something that... She just gave you a shout out because she knows you? No, um, I sent it to her and I told her, you know what, this is going to be like a gift for me to you. Um, if you want to talk about it in a video, great. If you end up hating it, you don't have to talk about it. You know what I mean? Don't talk about <laughs> it if you don't, you don't, if you like, don't it, like it. Don't say anything. <laughs> 
But um, it's something that I had an idea from. I did YouTube videos in my early 20s. And I did makeup YouTube videos. And so... And that's actually how we met. That's right? how we we're, met. We were yeah. talking right now. We've never face-to-face -face met. But we've probably been following each other for like the last eight years. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. It's a insane. long time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. One of my first jobs that I had was a makeup artist. And so I started doing makeup videos. And um, different cosmetic companies would email me and send me stuff. And it was not like a dishonest thing. Like, oh, please talk about my product. Right. It was, it was like... like Here's my if product. Like it, cool. If you like it, use it in a video, and that's like a way to advertise. Absolutely. And a lot of entrepreneurs don't know this, but like, like I think a lot of the old school ways of advertising, like in newspapers and magazines, it's kind of not out the window, but it's just changed. Attention's changed. Attention's changed. Yeah. People are on social media. People are using their phones. People are on YouTube. Mm -hmm. You know, people build like relationships with people and they're more likely to buy something that what their favorite YouTuber, their favorite Instagrammer suggests than something that they right. see in a magazine, if that Correct. makes sense. Yeah. And it's basically like your best friend telling you something because you trust this person on YouTube. Exactly. Yeah. And so she ended up loving the leggings and she <laughs> featured them. I think in one of her, um, what is it called on YouTube when you have like the little photo that like a preview of the video. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she actually the, has. What is it? Thumbnail. 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 And the YouTube thumbnail, she actually has my leggings on. That's badass. And so I was like, what? I didn't think, I did not expect her to have that reaction. I was nervous that she wasn't going to like them, even though I really liked them just because they're different. Um, they're more of like a, the main legging that I came up with was more of a thicker material. So when you bend over, you won't see through them. And they feel really comfortable and compression-y. So you get like a really good support when you're working out. So they don't slide down. Okay. They don't move. But she ended up loving them. Um, and she shouted them out. And then it just kind of grew like crazy. That's insane. But during this time, it was just me. And I had a little sweatshop at my mom's house. So you were just running this out of your mom's house. Yes. And you just reached out. At, before you did reach out to this YouTuber, what were sales like for you or what was exposure like for you it was okay um it was kind of slow i probably had built maybe like 50 to 80 customers after so she shouted me out it like went up to like a thousand holy shit <laughs> now from, from a shout out from a shout out yeah it was crazy and so i was packing leggings like there is one day that i had to go into work and like I was up for like 24 hours like just packing leggings just trying to get them out and then we had like huge trash bags and we were going to the post office with them. Now I have like a way better system. I don't have like a sweatshop shop <laughs> in my apartment. <laughs> I have um... Everybody at FedEx is like, who's this girl? Like what is this? Like what is she doing? She's sending like a hundred packages. <laughs> but yeah, that's how it was when I first started. Um, but then I learned that you can actually have like, you know, warehouses and they can, you know, ship them from the you manufacturer. You don't have to have the product. You don't have to hand. have the product on hand. So yeah. I learned. And so, um, it's a lot easier to ship things now, but that's how it started. And that's like, it grew really quickly and October, 2017 to now is like not even a year. Um, so yeah, you're approaching a year. Yeah. We're approaching a year. October is my birthday month. Oh, so nice. It's coming up. <laughs> Exciting. Medium. <laughs> Shirt, <laughs> ten and a half inches. I get you a barbella crop top. <laughs> there you go. Actually, when you were talking about you know the the leggings and the um, you know how they work and you know when they bend down they don't slide down. Yeah. I actually was playing something in my head. And I was like, why do I? Why can I relate to that? And it's because of baseball and city leagues. Um, will wear spandex, sliding short spandex. Yeah. And they slide down. So I'm like yeah. I'm like walking around pitching. 
and I'm like pulling up my spandex because they're like sliding yeah. down to my knees. Exactly. It's super uncomfortable. And it's the same thing with like women's yoga pants and you know, not to hate on the big brands, but like I own like Nike Pros and some Reebok stuff, but I don't know if it's a Spanish material or what, but like it's really awkward when your leggings are sliding down and you have yeah. to like constantly pulling them up. So that was something well, I wanted to like solve. And so those leggings don't do that. Yeah. So you, you mentioned, you know, one of the biggest, I guess, turning points for your business was a shout out. A shout out. A shout yeah. out on YouTube. And for me, just hearing that, that's like, it, it's, it's alarming to me. And I feel like it shouldn't be. Like, like why, am I, why am I so shocked? But I just never thought to go after YouTube influencers or people of influence like that on YouTube, you know? Yeah. It's always been like, oh, well, who's big on Instagram or Facebook? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think YouTube is super underutilized. As far as marketing, I mean, what do you think, what kind of world do you think we live in right now? As far as the capabilities yeah. that we have like, for somebody like you that wants to build a brand or build your business. If I could tell anybody who wants to start a business, I'd say just go for it. Um, there's so many different things you could do. Another thing like entrepreneurial that I'm doing and I'm going to launch soon is I wrote a book. And people, that's like a whole other world in itself. We know. We're, a, we're writing a book too. Yeah, launching a book on Kindle. Like that's an entrepreneurial thing that you can do. Yeah. And um, that's a great way if you're creative to like express yourself and kind of like Definitely. write about what you want to write about. But as far as marketing is concerned, I think it's all pretty much online. Like when you are scrolling through Instagram, you know, if you see something like some like a cool pair of shoes, you're more likely to go and look at them and like, oh, wonder where those shoes are from. Right. And if you see like an advertisement driving by on a billboard, you know, you're you're not you likely attention. to write down yeah. the phone number, memorize it, or yeah. text that that message text to exactly. that number. Like yeah. you're driving. You're driving. <laughs> you know? And um, like 20 years ago, like honestly, when I was a kid, that's where advertising was. It was like in magazines and right. like. On paper. Yeah, you'd go to the back of the magazines. And yeah, like, okay, see, like, what is there for sale? Like, yeah, for my skin. Well, cool yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now I feel like everything's online, and I feel like a lot of people are on YouTube, and that's where the direction it's going. I have younger cousins that are in their teens, and they don't watch a lot of shows on TV. They watch YouTubers. It's all YouTube. Yeah. They want. They like. They want to go to VidCon. They don't care about yeah. like the shows. Yeah. It's and insane. So, it's it, insane. It's where the attention's at. Definitely, I think that's yeah. something that we figured out too. And that's why we have the podcast and the vlog and, and all the content that we do because not only is it on on uh, TV, you know, it's I think the attention has shied away big time from that. And it's true, everybody's on their phone. And I think it's it's so crazy just to, to kind of pay attention to numbers and pay attention to the way society is right now. That attention span's going lower and lower and lower and lower and exactly, lower. Exactly, yeah. And it's freaking like, like for you to really reach out to people, you really have to play it smart mm -hmm. and really market right, yes, I think, you know? Exactly. Because in reality, I think it's really the first three seconds that you have somebody's attention before they just continue to swipe. They scroll to someone yeah, else, yeah. exactly. Because I'm a scroller. I'm and a scroller I've, too. I've noticed that. Like, I'll like, you like, have three seconds to impress me or I'm scrolling up. Yeah. You know, so. To follow. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely crazy. Um, so so talk to me about the business. You you started the business. You got the shout out. Business started booming. Um, what products, what, what are you carrying right now? And what are some of the <laughs> products that you started with and now you kind of have evolved to or kind of going towards? So we started with um, simple, like just crop tops, caps, and leggings. 
Um, we still carry those same original leggings. They're called the Christine leggings, which kind of like my name, but a little different. I'm not <laughs> very... like her name. When it comes to that, I need to get more creative, okay? And I've grown to try and make creative names. Like, recently I've been asking for, like, color waves. I've been asking Instagram to help me choose color names. And that's actually been helping a like lot. Like your audience? Honestly. My audience, like polls? yeah. Polls. I love polls. I love polls, yeah. I love Instagram. Instagram I love Instagram, <laughs> yeah. Instagram's awesome. Yeah. Um, but now we have caps, we have beanies, we have backpacks, we have socks, leggings, shorts. So you've really, really kind of been a well-rounded yeah. athletic. What did you start with? We started just with literally um, leggings and crop tops. And, and you have was, some examples here? Um, yeah, these are some actually shorts. some of the shorts that we started with before we only had... I'm going to try them on. Um, you brought the color that I requested. Exactly, good. pink. <laughs> um, funny is like, you asked me like, hey, did you bring any clothing? I didn't bring anything. I don't know why. I thought, okay, I'm just going to show up. I should have yeah. brought clothing. That was my fault. I should have told you way earlier. I told you literally an hour before. I was like, hey, bring do clothing. you have some product with you? Bring it. It just so happened that... Um, I'm really open with like exchanges and stuff. So my customer sends this back to me, told me they're too small. I'm like, okay, cool. Like send them back to me and then I'll send you a different size. So these are some of the shorts that we have. These are small. You know, they look like super tiny. They would not fit I'm, me. A, I'm not going to wear them, but I'm a materials guy. <laughs> yeah. And this is so dope. They're super slick, yeah, cool. super comfy. Um, something I don't like. Give it a feel. Give it a feel. For Violet, yeah, there you go. And then they're, they're hitting the gym right now. Oh, really? Life. Maybe you guys could wear my shorts. <laughs> you or just your wife. You and your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Feel weird. <laughs> um, these come in a whole bunch of different colors. So this cool. is another one. I like maroon. maroon. Um, come in black, and then this gray, and then nude. That's cool. Yeah. So this client. Yeah, she small was. Small was too. Small was too tight for her, so I have to actually send her a medium. Um, That's cool. And so every now and then I'll check my PO box, and um, this was in there. So and I checked my PO box for coming here, and I was like, "Wait, I have a short." <laughs> so it just kind of worked out. That's good. That's so, good. Yeah. So what inspires you? What's what is the inspiration behind the clothing, and you know the the type of designs that you're picking? Obviously, um, you said you have always been interested in designing. Yeah, like for me. I'm wearing jeans today, but normally I just wear like yoga pants or scrubs. That's mm -hmm. it. Like I'm either wearing gym clothes or like I'm going to work. And so I live in athletic apparel. So yeah, for me, it cool. just kind of works I out. I could. I wish I could show houses in like some. I've gone dry to work. <laughs> like I've gone to work. We recently had to go drop something off my boss, and I was wearing leggings, and she was like, "Did you get to go to the gym?" I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> but like I wear them everywhere. It's either yeah. scrubs or so I'm always really comfortable. Um, I don't own like a blazer or anything like that. <laughs> Nothing really no, I don't. I could not work an eight to five. I don't think I'm not that type of person. <laughs> I love nursing, I love healthcare, and I love fitness. Um, but yeah, no, I actually try on everything before I launch it and before I, you know, offer it to my customers. I wear it myself and see how I like it. So if I don't like it, or if there's something off about it, I don't launch it. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, you have to. You have to. Uh... You have to like it enough to sell it, right? Exactly, put it in yeah. People's hands. That's how I, that's what I live by. Um, so any entrepreneurs, like, but you have to really believe in your product. Definitely. Yeah. And you have to, like, love your product yourself. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to be on terrible selling, like, something that's un unauthentic or, like, high. <laughs> yeah, and I think that comes down to kind of morals, too, you know? Like, yeah. what kind of business do you want to run? Right. Um, because at the end of the day, just like what you just said right now, you love what you do. Yeah. You love being in healthcare. You love 
the apparel. You love the grind of it. I do love the and grind. And I think you really have to, like, yeah. especially you, that you have two jobs and then you're on call for another job. Yeah. For you to run the business and be successful in it, it really does take some time, you know? So yeah. what kind of sacrifices do you, have you made or have you been making, you know, because I feel like there's 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 a real fine line and I'm even seeing it too, like, with yeah. myself, like, you have to have that work balance. You, you do, know? yeah. Um, and it sounds like you really have some busy days. I do. Yeah, so, um, so what is that like for you, being an entrepreneur? What is that sacrifice like for you? You know, at first, um, I was like, okay, I want to grow a business. I want it to, you know, do really well. I want to inspire people. Um, and it was a lot of work. But once I, I kind of took some time to organize. Um, and as the business grew, I was able to bring people on. So I do have my friend Judith, which I think you know her. Um, she does my social media. Judith. That was like Judith Munoz. I'm horrible with names. But anyway. Pull her up. Pull her up on Instagram. <laughs> I was like, I gave her my phone. Where's the phone? <laughs> but, um, pull it up right now. Yeah. Um, she does my social media. That took away a ton of the work just on social media alone, posting every day and kind of keeping relevant with it. 100%. And especially for my Barbella apparel page, like that was a lot. Because um, content's so important and consistency it is. too, you consistency, know. Consistency, like, because people forget about you if you yeah. don't post. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's literally like um, I just went to a training in Miami with Grant Cardone. I don't know if you know Grant Cardone. No, you should follow him. He's badass. <laughs> uh, and he said that you know, like right now, it's who has the most attention, and if you don't have that attention, you're gonna get forgotten. Yeah. Right? And you could be doing good right now, but if you don't have the attention, and the attention's not on you, then it's only a time. It's only like yeah. a, a competition of time now, you know, like you're going to get forgotten. So. Exactly. And so like she helped me, she helps me now with social media and that's awesome. So now I have that, like I said, I figured out the whole thing with the leggings and having them shipped from the manufacturer to the customer. So that's so much time, right? That cuts out everything. And so, um, before I was sacrificing at least one of my days off, which luckily like with the nature of my full-time job, I do have three days on, four days off most weeks, unless yeah. I feel like extra shifts. So, like, I can give some days. Yeah, but now it only takes, like, like today I worked on um, orders for maybe, like, an hour or two, and that was it. That's good. Yeah, and then, like, when I need to do a photo shoot or something, I mean, I do all my photos for my site, so, like, those skills came in handy. I do all the photography. I all do your media. All the media. Background. Background. You kind of utilize it. Yeah. Entrepreneurial. I, yeah, I built the site from, like, the ground up. So, like, it's, it's all my work. <laughs> um, but when I need to switch photos out and stuff, I mean, it takes just a couple of hours. Photo shoots might take a day, but mm -hmm. it's only once in a while when we have new products. Yeah. That, that's awesome. Though. So, yeah. That's good that, you, that you're, you're dabbling in everything. You're not having to yeah. pay people because that's one thing that I'm sure is helping you exactly um, yeah not blow so much freaking money exactly and um, people ask me like who does your photography I'm like I do it mm -hmm. and it's not that hard like it sounds terrible like not to it's time consuming it's though. time consuming yeah but not to demean any photographers but like watch a few YouTube videos like teach yourself how to do things especially if you're starting a business from scratch like that'll save you so much money yeah um, and it YouTube, really did. YouTube University. YouTube University. Yeah, Where tuition is free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to search away. Yeah, exactly. What do you want to learn? Yeah, that's crazy. What were some of um, the biggest struggles that you faced building or starting up Barbella? I think starting up for me was definitely ordering samples. Um, I, I communicate through Alibaba. That's how I found the manufacturers I found. 
which is like a big content thing now. People who start up like Amazon stores or any type of entrepreneurial thing online typically find uh, suppliers from Alibaba. But there's Alibaba is a. It's like a online website. Oh, it sounds like a guy I should know. I'm like, who is this guy? <laughs> this is <laughs> no, but they have um, manufacturers from China, India, um, different places, different cities across the seas, and even people from the U.S. who manufacture different products. Um, and I, that's how I found people who manufactured and made, you know, activewear and had different types of fabrics. Um, but I definitely got that's scammed. Nice, oh, yeah, shit. a couple times. What happened? There was one time where I was like, okay, I'm gonna order this sample, like of these leggings. This guy charged me a hundred dollars for the sample, which he told me if you know I liked the product, they You'll could go towards the, you know your purchase. my purchase. And so he never sent me the leggings. No, I, yeah, and I still, I think I still have like a dispute on Alibaba open with him, but you have to be careful because there's some people that are on there and they are scammers Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like not sketchy, but you just have to do your research. Definitely. Yeah. And look at reviews. Look at reviews and look and see if they actually have like a building in the country they say that they're in and they're not just like a profile that they made really quick. So you would say doing your research. Do your research, yeah. yeah. Do your research. That's one thing that happened to me. I think that was like the second sample purchase I made. I lost hundred bucks. <laughs> How many samples did you have to go through before you found the one? For me, before I selected the first pair of leggings, probably about eleven. 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 Were yeah. they all hundred dollars? No. Twenty four hundred dollars. No, some of them were like fifty bucks. Some of them were twenty. Some of them were free. So some people sent like fabric samples for free and I chose from there and that's actually how I had my leggings made. Um, probably spent three to four hundred dollars on samples. Wow. Which is not bad yeah. considering that that's how I created Found your yeah. yeah. Created the product. That's insane. Yeah. What are what would you say some are some struggles that you're still kind of going through right now? You're seven months in, it's still pretty it's, early, you know? Right. Especially so, for I think especially for you seeing the growth that you're seeing. Right. You so know? for me, um, one of the struggles I'm having is like customers returning things and not being satisfied. I'm trying to figure out because it just happened. It happens, I think, with every apparel brand. Every now right. and then I'll get not done exchange, but someone who genuinely didn't like the product. And so I'm trying to figure out like how to satisfy not only their needs, but everyone's needs and whatever they're taking like their feedback and their criticism and trying to like apply it so I can change the product. So those very first leggings, I didn't get a lot of returns, but I got a couple and they told me that one of the issues people were finding is after a few washes, the logo was cracking. And so I was like, oh no. So I went in and tried to like fix the logo. Turns out that the logo was not fixable because the texture of the leggings, which I wish I had them so I could show them to you, but they're compression, but they're also really stretchy. So any logo, no matter what, will just eventually with a couple washes will stretch out the time and crack. So we removed the logo. And people love them now. Like, people are very happy. But was that something kind of hard for you to do? Because I'm sure designing it, you're like, oh, the logo should go yeah, here. the logo should go here. For me, it was really hard. I was like, man, like, what do I do? Should I just remove the logo? And I decided, you know, it's probably best just to remove the logo because of the fabric. Like, it's going to continue to crack. And not only that, but that's what the customer... That's what the customers wanted. Yeah. And so it's kind of like working and kind of like taking their feedback still. Because I'm still very small. Um, it has grown very fast for a business that hasn't been open for a year. It hasn't been a year. It'll be a year in October. Um, I have over 2,000 different customers, which is still kind of small. Um, but I try to take their feedback just so I can grow it 
more. If that Definitely, makes sense. I think yeah. I want people to stay loyal to me. One hundred percent. And are you seeing a lot of return return clients? Yeah, yeah, a lot of my customers are repeat customers. They've already had like three or four orders before, and then I come out with something new, and then they want to try it, and so they order it, That's which is really exciting. Yeah. Cool. So who who are your clients? Where are they from, and what type of you know, what type of women are they? You know what? They're all different types of women, and that's what's so exciting to me. Um, I've had orders from Canada. I've had orders from Greece. Oh, that's so cool. I've had orders from You're international now. Yeah, like all over the yeah. world. It's crazy. Um, a lot of local people, though, people from El Paso, which is nice to have local people supporting me. It's always nice to feel like, you know, mm-hmm. home supporting me. Um, but all over the world and different people from different walks of life, different fitness levels. Um, I recently launched a free fitness challenge so people can win gift cards to my apparel store. Oh, that's cool. And the girls that are in that fitness challenge, they're also different. Like some of them are in their 40s, some of them are in their 20s. You know, some of them are very fit, some of them are just getting started, some of them are new moms, people who just had children and want to get their body back into shape. So lots of different people and it's a free challenge. So it kind of gave me like an insight of what my customers are like and it's women of like all walks of life, which is exactly what I wanted yeah. to appeal to. It's just That's like, awesome. you know, help women no matter like if you're like super fit, like NPC bikini competitor, or if you're someone who's just getting started, like I wanted to appeal to all women. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really awesome. I think it's it's smart to do that. What what have you had any big names or big clients? Um, you know, like IBC or anybody wearing your. Yeah, so I've seen um, a couple of different people on Instagram. I know Cindy Shreds. We did okay. send her um, initially a pair of leggings, but she has like se- she has posted several photos wearing my leggings, oh, that's which cool. is cool. Yeah, and she's local and she is a bikini competitor. Yeah. I think she recently tried to um, do like the Sports Illustrated model thing, so she competed in that too, which is really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. There's a lot of big things happening in the city, huh? Yeah, there is. Like, yeah. I'm so happy. Like, people are getting out there and going for it. I think there's so much potential in El Paso. Like there's so many talented people. Um, I think that people need to like drop the fear and just go for whatever they want to do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah I, I feel you. I think I think right now El Paso is in the beginning stages of something really great. Yeah. And we're really getting put on the map, I feel like, you know, so I feel so, too. so many entrepreneurs or so many people that are 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 taking that next level and I don't. I don't feel like we're so close-minded anymore. Exactly. Like, like, yeah. Like we've always had a rep to be, you know. So. Like close-minded. Yeah. I, I want to say even like ten years ago, people didn't want to do stuff, or like yeah. people would do something, or like I know when I I started my YouTube channel like in two thousand nine, and like I didn't tell anyone about it. You're scared. I was like, oh, they're gonna think I'm a freak. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I I feel you. I actually started rapping. I used to be a rapper. I think I remember that. <laughs> oh no, yeah. I remember you. I remember. That's how you followed me is because you were like a rapper and then I did like makeup videos yeah because you <laughs> did my makeup one time oh yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> no but yeah I mean I remember too putting up my first video I recorded I would sit with my macbook in my room <laughs> you could see like my posters in the back and my hats hanging on the wall and then I would record and I remember the first video I ever uploaded I was like holy shit like my rep when I hit enter my rep is gonna change like it could either be hated, laughed at, like, whatever, you know? Yeah. And I got a bunch of good comments that, like, people were, like, messaging me, like, I didn't know you did that. Oh, that's so cool. And I was like... Yeah. Well, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
god. <laughs> yeah, but it is, oh, scary, it is scary, especially back then. Back, you know? Yeah. Now everybody wants to be YouTubers and in like Instagrammers and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, which I think is cool. It's good that people go for it now because it's more normalized and it's a cool thing to do. You yeah. know, for sure. Yeah, definitely being more accepted. I feel more accepted here and just putting my my mug behind the the camera every single day <laughs> sometimes i'm like whoa i need some filters in this. oh my gosh yeah I do <laughs> thank god the like filters filter. shut yeah. off filters <laughs> <laughs> so um talk to me you know being that there is a lot of entrepreneurs there's a lot of people doing some some big things here in the city yeah um what is your competition like is there competition not only from big box names i'm sure you know but is there is there Obviously, there's competition anywhere you go. Yeah. You know, um, but how are you kind of staying on top or staying ahead of your competition doing what you're doing? You know, the good thing about the nature of owning an apparel brand is that everybody loves clothes, you know, yeah. and I feel like people... And we don't, all need to wear, wear clothes, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Everyone needs to wear clothes because, you know, it's illegal to be nude in the Sosa. city. Sosa. <laughs> but, um, in all seriousness, like, I feel like women tend to not only want to wear, like, one brand, they like a variety of stuff, right. which is great. Um, I know of a few different people, but I don't really know too many people here locally that have just a women's apparel brand. It's mm. mostly men's. Yeah. Which is cool. Like, I, Yeah, we had Juice Jerry on, and he started yeah. with his, his men's apparel. I see a bunch of guys wearing his clothes, too. And I think that's great. I think that what they're doing is great, and they should continue to do it, and the good thing is there's competition, but it's, I, I like to think it's friendly competition, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because if people buy from like one person, nothing's going to stop them from buying from another person. You're not going to wear the same t-shirt, mm-hmm. same pair of leggings every day, you know, Definitely. I mean, yeah. some people do, but most people, <laughs> you know, some people do, some people do, but most but people won't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so true. And I think even like, uh, last pocket, well, actually episode 15 that just dropped today, Erica Lee Williams, the owner of on next Sunday mm-hmm. here on the east side uh, she said it herself like um oh shit what did she say really? collaboration over competition sorry I was exactly. just trying to make it yeah. right. you know and I think I think that's huge uh, especially here in El Paso that there is so many uh, businesses local businesses you know mm-hmm. um, I think it's super important for us to all support each other no matter if we're in the same industry exactly. and that's what I see too like in real estate like Every other realtor, everybody that's a realtor is my competition. Yeah. That isn't me. You're my competition. No. But at the same time, it's like, it's so good to find a group of people that you can share information with and grow together with. And exactly. Even though you're in the same industry, you know. So. Yeah, because there's millions of people in this world. You know what I mean? There's yeah. millions of houses to sell and there's millions of people who want to buy athletic apparel. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> you know? So that's how I feel about the whole situation. Um, I would love to collaborate if anyone wanted to. I'd be down. FYI. <laughs> um, I have had a few different people um, ask me to collaborate, um, one of them being an event coordinator, and so we're doing a fashion show this month Awesome. on the 26th. Um, I'm really looking forward to that. It's going to be a few different types of local apparel people, designers, stuff like that, but I'm the only one who has fitness apparel, so it'll be cool. It's going to be at the Radisson Hotel um, on the 26th, so I think that's a Sunday. On the Sunday. Okay. Yeah. Where can people follow you so that way they can check this out? Um, they can follow me. You can find me at Barbella Apparel, so Barbella under dash apparel. And then my personal Instagram is at Christina's Life with two E's. 
With two E's. I'm not very creative, like I said, <laughs> when it comes to names. <laughs> no, you're good, you're good. So right now you guys are only selling online, right? Right. Okay. So we're strictly online, and I'd actually like to keep it that way. I don't have an interest in opening like an actual venue or a business. I thought about doing like a pop-up shop type thing when we get bigger. Um, it is raining. It's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I love it. rain. Yeah, for Dry sure. Dry city. It's going to be humid tomorrow. Yeah. It's That's going to suck. Um, at the fashion show, we're having like a mini pop-up shop. So uh, if anybody cool. wants to like see some of the stuff that we have or buy anything, we'll, they'll have an option to do that there. That's awesome. What's what's next for Barbella? Um, I'm looking into adding different types of clothing. So adding more sports bras different kinds of leggings we launched a bunch of new products this month um but yeah let's continue to grow see where it goes that's awesome yeah you definitely have a you know a lot of a fun ahead of you you're seven months in it's yeah. super early but super early, yeah 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 but it's it's so exciting because you understand where it's at you understand how to really build a business and and keep it going and you know so really excited to hear you know what you have to accomplish in the next year, like that'd be cool to do a, a follow-up show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did uh? What if you could go back? You know, five years. What advice would you have for yourself? Oh wow! Five years ago, um, five years ago I was twenty-three. <laughs> I would have told myself to actually start a business earlier, because twenty-three that was twenty thirteen. I think you had wanted to for a while, right? You know, I had wanted to for a very long time. Um, I think it was a combination of not having the money um, and also just being nervous to like lose money on a business. But I would have definitely told myself to just go for it. You know, I was 23. I was still at that time doing YouTube. Um, I just, I don't know if I like lost confidence in myself or I just kind of like didn't want to do it no more, but I stopped doing YouTube videos at that age. But I would tell myself, keep doing YouTube videos, who cares what people think, and start your business, and write your book now. <laughs> That's about us. Because I think it would have, everything would have grown so much, and I would have had, not like different, but like, I, if I could tell any young person, I would tell them to start their business now, or write their book. Whatever they yeah. want to do, do it now. The best time to plant a tree was 25 years ago. Exactly. You know? There you go. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, and, and now, you know, you said one of the things that was stopping you from actually doing that was maybe money. Yeah. Do you think that you need money or need a lot of money to start up a business nowadays? It just depends on what you want to do because I wanted to do apparel and to do apparel well, um, you have to definitely buy samples and do stuff like that. So right. for that type of business, yes, you would. But for other types of businesses, I think that you could actually go with no money. I've seen people start, you know, doing all sorts of stuff with as little as a hundred bucks. Definitely. And like, books. I've heard, yeah. Yeah, I've heard some crazy shit where a hundred dollars. I'm like, what the? <laughs> yeah. 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 Crazy stuff. So yeah. depending on what you want to do, you probably, I mean, some people don't need any money, but just on the nature of what I wanted to do, I did need a little bit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there, there, there does need to be an investment, but I think a lot of people do overanalyze it too, as far as so too. starting a business and they just, it's the fear, you know, the, yeah. the overcoming that fear of, I think people kind of look at things when, you know, any goal, like people don't look at their goals. I don't know if it's just like the nature of our society these days, they look at what they have to sacrifice, whether than rather than looking at what they have to gain right. and like what they have to do to get themselves there. And so I think a lot of it's changing your mindset. Like, don't think about, oh, man, like, I have to go, for example, going to school, getting a degree. 
like I'm gonna have to like you know find someone to take care of the kids. I'm gonna have to like study. It's gonna be hard. Like don't online. Yeah, right. It's like <laughs> yeah. exactly. Don't look at what you have to sacrifice. Look at what the steps you have to take to get to your goal yeah. and like what you have to gain. And at the end of the day, like I'm a huge Gary Vee follower, and I love this one message that he says is at the end of the day, you know, they're all just excuses, and exactly. nobody gives a shit. Exactly. Like honestly, no nobody gives a shit about why you're not doing it or you know why you're not doing why you don't have money or yeah you know nobody really cares it's really up to you to just Mm -hmm. just okay i need to do what i need to do and that's that's really what it comes down to you know so i I think overcoming that fear is definitely something that you need to do and i wish i did that too like a lot sooner i wish i was like freaking 21 and yeah you know we had a 21 year old (laughs) last week uh, and this guy's really built an online business that's posting He's getting paid to post, you know, and wow. on all his social networks that have 900,000, 400,000 followers. And is it like a meme page or what does he have? Uh, he has a couple pages. Actually, El Paso's Best is one of his. That's his? Yeah. Wow. So 90 plus, 90 plus thousand followers. But, you know, being, being a young entrepreneur nowadays is so... It's like it's not even it's surprising common. anymore. You, yeah, you these just hear, kids like, are like 19. And six figures a year... <laughs> fucking posting stuff it's like it's, it's awesome crazy. but i like that um we have the freedom to do that you know and i feel like i'm a true millennial like i told you earlier i could i don't i could not work an eight to five monday through friday yeah. like i could not work a traditional job to save life for me so i would weird. be like miserable <laughs> but like, we have these opportunities for people who are creative and don't want to work every day of the week mm-hmm. you know at an office you can do stuff like this it's like amazing right yeah yeah it is that you could do it on your spare time but you know, going going down to it, the sacrifice that it takes scares right. a lot of people. Exactly. You know, it does come down to, especially if you have a full-time job, not a lot of people have the schedule you have. Right. Not to say that you have an easy schedule. You're three days on, you know, that's yeah. a shitload of hours. Right. But a lot of people that do have that eight to five go home and chill and they're hang tired. out. They're yeah. They're tired because they're doing something that they don't love, first of all. I mean, how tiring is it to do something that you love and get the samples and test? It's not tiring. It's exciting for it's you. It's exciting, you know? yeah. Just like it is for me to do the podcast and to do real estate and do everything that I'm doing. It's like people tell me, like, oh, shit, dude, like, do you ever sleep? And I actually don't. Like, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> you can probably see right here, but I just, like, I have so okay. much energy all the time that me I'm too. just, like, I don't sleep I very much it, either. People you know? ask me, do you sleep? I'm like, no. no. Yeah. Like, I do, but, you know, not a lot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I love it. And that's why I do work seven days a week. And that's why I had to come to a point where I was like, give yourself a damn day off, bro. <laughs> like, right. It's not all about work because it is about that balance, too. But there is a lot more sacrifice that comes down to building a business that a lot of people don't see. Yeah. And a lot of people are just scared of. But at the end of the day, you're right. Like, just go for it. Just, just do it. Just go for it. it. Once you have it, it's going to feel so much better than yeah. the sacrifices. Because you're going to be 30 one day. Yeah, you know? exactly. And if you're 20 sitting right now at home thinking, I want to do this and this and this, 30 is going to come. And you can fuck up so many times in that little yeah. time frame yeah that, so i mean shit just start now because right. it's different when you start at 30 and you fuck up till you're 40 that's yeah it's a lot <laughs> more exhausting that's a little, that's a little bit more exhausting for sure right i'm like i'm not even 30 yet and like, yeah you know, like, but wow, even at yeah. that i mean that there's nothing wrong with that i mean some of the no. best entrepreneurs most famous people started after 50 60 70 exactly. you know so mm-hmm. gray goose i think he was owner the maker of gray goose was Love 70 
eight or something? Seventy something? I have no idea. I thought you would know. Grey Goose? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, well, no. he was seventy something years old. You That's know, amazing. And, and, and he made Grey Goose, so it's just it's just crazy. I think the the amount of excuses that are out there. Right. I don't feel like you're ever too young or too old to start a business. True. There's like kids, literally children, that have like YouTube channels and make yeah. money off of it. Yeah, it's definitely. insane. So yeah. yeah. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. It's a crazy world we're living it in. It is. It's awesome. Yeah. I love what it. uh what advice would you have for that entrepreneur out there that is thinking about starting a business and maybe has that you know, that that one thing that's stopping them, whatever it is. I would say um, whatever's stopping you is not more than what you will gain out of it. Because even if you, let's say you start the business and you fail, like you'll learn so much more about yourself and about the business world and how what it's like to own an online business. Definitely. And then you can start again. You know? Like just go for it. There's yeah. nothing to lose, I don't think. Even do you, if you fail. Do you think online is a little easier? I really do think online is a lot easier because... Let's say you're opening, like, an in-person business, like a bakery, a restaurant. You have to, like, find, you know, it, it's everything, like, location, mm-hmm. you know, and then finding a building that has good plumbing and good yeah. lighting and it's clean and it's safe and it's a safe the area. presentation's a lot different. Yeah, the presentation's person. a lot different. I feel like online, you know, no matter what it is, you can do so much more. Yeah. You can be so much more creative. Definitely. And also you open up... You know your customer base online like i said i have customers in france and like all over the place and so you open up your customer base to not just one area in one city but to like the whole world yeah so even people who own physical businesses i think should get online 100 percent. yeah where do you where do you see the online or technical space going in the next five to ten years i think it's gonna grow i think Honestly, I feel, I was just joking with my mom the other day. I was like, eventually when I'm here, like grocery stores, because I literally just ordered rice off of Amazon the other day. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. crazy. I ran out of brown rice and I was like, you know what? I don't want to go to Walmart. And I just Amazon primed it. Yeah. <laughs> no, 100%. And yeah. I think, I think where it's headed for me personally is going to be voice and VR. Yeah. Like, for sure. Like, it's going to be to the point where you're going to order that rice through Alexa. Yeah. You just say, hey, Alexa, send me some rice and milk through Uber Eats. Uber or, Eats like, or Uber whatever. delivery yeah. or whatever. Uber groceries. There's something like that, right? There Instagram. is. There's all this crazy stuff. It's just so... It's making everything... It's making life easier. It is. And I think it's also decreasing the amount of people that need to be taking these roles exactly. it's kind of looking scary honestly yeah and i think that's, that is scary because if you think about it people have jobs and stuff yeah. and like all this but i think everything will shift yeah i think people people should really start looking into it to catch on and get ahead of the game i i am i mean like, I, I i i could, tried, yeah. <laughs> I could tell you for sure that my my vision of the future is there's no more realtors like I'm, I'm working right now in a job that is gonna be extinct mm-hmm. in the next ten to twenty years, just because I feel like it's gonna be to a point where you could walk into a realty, a realty business, a store, and put on some VR shades and tour yourself the houses and the neighborhood that you want, and then make your own offer. That's crazy, like, but yeah, that's true. That it could be like that. It could be like that. It's I, scary. I'm even scared. Like I'm going to school to be a nurse practitioner, but we have like for when there's no doctor around, we have this thing called like, um, basically a tech doctor. 
and he's like in Washington or something like that and we literally bring a screen up to the patient and he assesses the patient like through the internet <laughs> and so I'm like <laughs> eventually like we're not even gonna have physicians <laughs> rounding on yeah, patients gonna be in the at hospital. home like yeah, with a little house. joystick doing yeah. operations from home yeah. like cooking like I can see that <laughs> happening but like the first time that happened um, I was like what like, we're gonna, there's no neurologist on board like we have to go and get the little TV and yeah so sure enough some neurologist from like Washington pops up and he's like an assessment I'm like what it's this crazy. is crazy that's crazy yeah social media is, is definitely crazy but it's cool that you like I said I mean you get it and you're really kind of utilizing that utilizing your background too yeah and building your business and and that's cool i'm really excited to see you know in the next seven months where you thank you where <laughs> you go hopefully a, a couple more youtubers shout you out hopefully this gets you some exposure too that, yeah hopefully it'll be <laughs> yeah. awesome yeah. yeah definitely so um i love to always end with this question you know being that i'm a realtor um what are some of your favorite places here in el paso one to eat one to chill and one to go out so to eat, I like I'm loyal to Ellen James. I <laughs> love Ellen James. It's like a El Paso like tradition. That is, um, and their that is, cinnamon coffee is just kick ass. So really? good, yeah. I need to try that. Try the cinnamon coffee and huevos rancheros in the morning. I'm together. Oh, um, for real? Well, you can just eat like I need, a tortilla I need all, like, with the good a, stuff. I can okay. eat some hash brown and some beans. All right, cool. But yeah, <laughs> go and get some good old beans. <laughs> I think you can actually because I have a friend that's vegan and she ordered that dish with just like the salsa and the tortilla and it looked pretty good. So maybe you could do that. Don't get it wrong. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> we eat good. Okay. <laughs> we eat good. <laughs> I could go anywhere and I could eat. It's just okay. like I'm really ordering off the sides or I'm like dissecting an order. Like let me get the chicken fajitas with no chicken. <laughs> type deal. I get you. So I get looked that weird. Um. So yeah, favorite restaurant for sure. As far as like um, places in El Paso, I love the Northeast. Um. Still live there. I love the mountains. I love the West Side too. I think that the West Side is starting to look beautiful, and we're starting to get some really cool places that are beautiful yeah. to the West Side. Yeah. A lot of a lot of diversity out there. I yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. You just see a bunch of different types of food too. Right. Like Indian food, Japanese yeah. food, Thai food. Which is good. I mean, I used I lived yeah. out in Miami, and I just was used to so many. I could try anything in the world. I can imagine in that city, you know. Yeah. And I feel like hopefully, you know, we're hopefully we're headed in that direction. Yeah. We need some Cuban coffee, viejo mm-hmm. coffee, actually. Okay. Well, so did you ask me like? And to go out, do you? To go out. So where do you drink your rum and coke? I like going to. I like Madalam. Madalam. Malo. Madalam is nice. Um, I don't go out to drink a lot though. No, no. Me neither. This is my friends. Like when they invite me out, I'm usually like, no, and they're like, come on. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so West Side, yeah. you like the West usually side. the West Side, yeah. yeah. Malolam's fun. Yeah, it's, it's always fun. I always find myself at Cincy after though. Is that still like a thing? Yeah, I'm gonna Cincy. No, so yes. since I was like 21, 22. What? Like I. I felt really sad. I passed by the other day, and like some of the bars were like closed down, or it looked like they were. Yeah, no, there's a lot of new stuff actually. Um, Dickie Dickie Williams, he owns a lot of bars here in El Paso, and he's he's really kind of trying to change the Cincy area. But there's a lot of cool bars opening up. Oh, cool! A lot of really cool stuff. Probably check it out. (laughs) Yeah, you should. It's fun. (laughs) Well, that's one of my favorite clubs. But yeah, it's super cool. But. Christina, I'm super excited and, and you know grateful to, to be blessed with your presence and hear your story. I think it's it's really awesome just to hear, you know, 
what you have going on in your life and, and the fact that you still want more and, and are pursuing it and really seeing some success right now, I'm, I'm really happy for you and excited to see where this goes. Cool, thank you. Yeah, definitely. So again, where can people follow, listening right now and watching, where can they follow you on Instagram and what is the website also that they can visit to order and check out some of your Sure, products? so if they want to order product, they can check out our Instagram. It's barbella under dash apparel. Um, and then the website is super simple, barbella-apparel.com. And then me, it's at Christina's life with an extra E at the end on so, everything. On everything. <laughs> on everything, MySpace, yeah. MySpace, everything. MySpace. <laughs> cool deal, cool deal. I appreciate you again for stopping by and make sure everybody here tuning in. You guys tune in every single Wednesday where we sit down with entrepreneurs and influencers like Christina here and hear their story and their come up. So thank you again. Appreciate you and I'll see you guys awesome. next time. <laughs> thank Bye. you. Thanks. Bye.